You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current, and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here, and where we're going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Kamalina Bikino, and today we have David Leo in the studio. Welcome, David. Thank you, Kami. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad it's a lot warmer today than it was yesterday here in Hobart. What a cold day yesterday. What happened? It was such a nice weekend. Wow. Winter started now, isn't it? May, May is here. May is here. Yeah. Oh, winter's not supposed to start for another month, so this is just oh, rude. Okay. So just a, just a, a warm up. Yeah, a warm oh, up, <laughs> a yeah. cool down. Yeah, yeah, cool down. <laughs> cool down um, from autumn. So, yeah. Well, it's great to have you back in the studio, and um, we're starting a new series. So mm. previously we were doing Father Abraham. Yes. And this new series you've titled "The Currency of God's Kingdom." Mm-hmm. Do you want to give us a little promo yeah, of what I, that's going to be? I do, I do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm piggybacking off everything I talked about, Father Abraham. I hope those of you that have been listening to the last series will be able to connect the dots. Um, so when I talk about the currency of God's kingdom, I'm going to make an argument uh, for the next... This may take a while, actually. Probably take longer <laughs> than the Abraham series. Mm. I, reckon, I reckon I'm going to look at eight parts starting today. Um, that understanding God's kingdom... And living God's kingdom is based on how we understand family relationships. Uh. So um, when I say the currency of God's kingdom, the currency is based on family relationships. Uh. So that's where I want to take you for the next for the next uh, few weeks. Uh. And why? <laughs> why would I? Why would I do that? Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to quote any statistics or anything today. But I think generally, if you observe the world around us. Um, family relationships are falling apart. Oh yeah. Statistics. Uh, if I just look, at, oh, I said I wasn't going to look at yeah. statistics, Let's but I'm just going to throw one. I'll just throw out one. Right. So when I, you know, just about ten years ago, uh, divorce rates were at 40, 43 or forty six percent in Australia. Mm. Now we've hit fifty. We've hit you know, fifty. We've hit fifty, and it's mm. uh, only going to keep, uh, you know, probably going to keep climbing. Yeah. But there's definitely there's definitely a problem. With us in um, in general understanding how family relationships work, mm. and it's not a fluke. No, <laughs> you know, it's uh, this is something that's been, uh, you know, uh, God's kingdom is there is an enemy mm. deliberately attacking God's kingdom, and yeah. to undermine it is to attack the family union. Mm. And so, when we understand family relationships and what you know what the church has been set up for, you know, we get to we get to fortify or strengthen. Uh, what it means to understand our God, you Amen. know, just like Abraham understood his God, you know, like, and why we, why I called him Father Abraham, you know, mm. we, we're all connected, connected um, in this family tree. Amen, yeah. amen. You know, it's interesting how you're mentioning um, the statistics because it reminds me, there's this um, YouTube, you know how we were talking about YouTube pastors, sometimes they're YouTube great. YouTube pastors, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's this one uh, transformation church. I used, I loved watching some of their sermons, especially during lockdown. It was very useful sometimes. And um, there's this series that they did called Relationship Goals. And I remember him talking about the divorce rates. And he, in the US, it must be about... 50% as well mm. and he said that's like saying when you're in a plane 50% of these crash 
And then he goes, how often would you fly? No, exactly right. That's scary. How often would you fly? That's a scary thing. scary thing. I mean, yeah. you know, like, um, uh, that, that means that anybody that understands that statistic right now, mm. they, they're probably not going to walk down the aisle because they're going to go, well, there's a well, 50-50, <laughs> literally, you know, using that, that phrase, there's a 50-50 chance this might work. You yeah, know? like it's, you know, a flip of a coin. So it's it's quite a it's quite a scary commitment. I think a lot of young people, I don't know about all young people, but I consider myself a little bit young. The whole idea of marriage is kind of like, I want to do it, but also, ah. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, exactly. You're, you're, exactly a little bit, you're a little bit apprehensive. You're a little bit unsure. And um, yeah, so I guess, I'm guessing that's part of what we're talking about oh yeah maybe yeah, you been, can convince me <laughs> yeah yeah well you know well, this will be talked about i think i'm gonna look at marriage um next i mean it's an institution that god set up mm, but know, um yeah. but you know like you said it's mm. scary and i remember years ago there was this um this documentary that came out which really opened my mind to some things like oh, man I'll, I'll let you know what it is what it's called next year yeah. uh, next week sorry <laughs> next, next week, week. Yeah, yeah. but um i met a 15 year old uh, kid on on the chat uh just i, I went to the to find out more about this film mm. and I met this 15 year old kid on, on chat and he said that he's not going to get married after what his uncle went through oh, and so we got yeah. chatting you know and the more he talked about why he didn't want to get married 15, 15. my son's 15 now so yeah. this is back in 2015 16 yeah but this kid was convinced mm. it's not going to happen because mm. he, he watched his uncle from 10 years old go through what he went through yeah. in a divorce and he was like man I'm not going to go through that and then discovered this movement called men going their own way yeah where have you heard of this no i right? haven't but, but men, it's making me smile okay. yeah men going their own way have all given up on the idea of committing to a woman because mm. it's only going to get you in trouble and i was like whoa oh. yeah so yeah. this is where this kid this is where this kid he yeah. was involved with these guys you know i'm like mm. well, there's a whole movement of whole movement. these guys you know saying marriage is too scary we don't we don't want to get, into, want it. To get into it and so <clears throat> you know why i want to talk about this series well mm. uh i really want to encourage Mm. people like yourself <laughs> that, that this is that having families is actually a um it's a kingdom it's something mm. that god said from creation yeah you know? something beautiful hey but, oh yeah. yeah yeah i mean i can i can you can say that it's part of a family mm. i can say that it's part of a yeah. family you know like i we we understand the blessings of what it means to have it and mm. and we i just want to dig into um you know mm. dig into what the Bible says about that, why it's so important. And for anyone that um, you know, struggles with these ideas, I want to encourage them that, uh, you know, that God has set up not only family units, oh. but he's also set up a church that are meant to, meant to exercise these, uh, these principles as well. So, mm, you know, um, there's, there's all, <laughs> I just thought of a voice of my favorite preacher, C.D. Brooks. I think I told you that. Charles E. Brooks, my favorite. Yes, you've mentioned him he, before. He'd always say this in the sermons. He'll say this at the end. He'll say, there's hope for you. There's hope for <laughs> and you. And I love it. I love it. I hear his voice sometimes where I'm like, man, this, there's no point. It's like, there's hope for you. But yes, that's right. Amen. And so I want to say the same thing to anybody else yeah. out there. You know, like when you're feeling like, man, I don't have these family relationships. My family dynamics are... Uh, you know, mm. are, are really, really difficult, intense. Yeah. Uh, well, there's hope for you. Yeah, there's there's hope for you. definitely hope for you there. So, yeah. um, I'm really looking forward to digging into this. Absolutely. And just before we do, just a reminder that you can catch all of the past episodes that David has been involved with um, on the Faith FM app and the Faith FM website. Uh, we just finished two series, uh, Bible Heroes and also Father Abraham. So you can check out all of those on the Faith FM app. You can download it on your phone or you can check it out on the Faith FM website. Just go under programs and you'll find all of the past episodes under Tassie Encounters. 
Well, we've got a lot to cover today. Yeah. Um, so family, family relationships, but also you've got the currency of God's kingdom. So how do those two connect together? Okay, good question. Mm. So um, the first thing I want to do is compare. You think about family relationships, right? Mm. Everything, our value, who we are as people. Um, and I, I, I don't know if we, I got to try and help you appreciate this because I, I know Mm-mm. the fam, I know the family that you come from. So yeah, I, I know who I'm talking to and what, what you're about, but you, you probably don't appreciate this, but I, I, I appreciate this now, mm. right? My parents are both in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. My brother's in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. I've got friends and family, uh, all over Australia, uh, back in Samoa, New Zealand. Mm. Um, but the understanding of the currency of God's kingdom, I've come to realize that everywhere I go, I actually carry all this love mm. from all these people. Like I've got a whole collection or accumulation of people that I know without a doubt, yeah. absolute confidence. Then I, mm-hmm. I promise you, at least once today, my mum will pray for me, oh. right? And she, and she thinks about me, mm. right? So I, I I don't that doesn't you know that doesn't um, escape my mind. Mm. My wife thinks about me a lot. She'll tell me, you know, she'll, she'll tell me that, right? Yeah. And I know how much she appreciates it when I send her a text to say, hey, just thinking about you. Mm. I hope you're having a good okay. lunch or whatever. Aww. Yeah. You know, th- those things are really, but, but knowing that you're loved is like a, um, is like this armor, mm. you know? And the more you understand you're loved, the more invincible you feel, right? Mm. The more invincible you, th- and, and we don't, I don't, you know, I don't consciously think about that everywhere I go, but it's there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 there where it's like whoa. So when and, and here's the thing. So when when someone says something like, "Dave, you're ugly," that doesn't have much effect. Mm. You know, it's like oh, okay. You know, you, I don't whoever that person said it. Mm. You know, um, but that's not my wife says. Mm. You know, like, <laughs> I, I believe her over over yours. You know, yeah. or my parents think a lot about me. Mm. You know, my my brother or my children. You know, like those relationships have all intertwined strengthens you now the clinch here the, the kicker is it's uh when you understand that god the creator of the universe loves you mm. that's called faith right yeah. like honestly who else do you need to love you mm. <laughs> but when you come to the understanding and that understanding can only come through your family unit mm. right that's that's where you go oh i can make the parallel I understand what God's trying to say to me in the Bible now. Yeah. Now, comparing that to the world that we live in, to find your value in the world that we live in, let's say the Bible didn't exist, you have to prove yourself. Mm. Prove yourself in school, prove yourself in your sport teams, <laughs> prove yourself in your workplace. you got to back yourself up. So, your, yeah, your yeah. value comes from your ability and your smarts, you mm. know, your uh, your looks, right? Yeah. So that's what we do in this world. That's the currency of the world that we live in. Mm. But the currency of God and family relationships—that's a—that's counter. That's counter to <coughs> the world, the world, worldly value. So that's that's what I mean by the currency. Mm, absolutely. Mm. Well, we'll get into that much more in depth in our next section. But right now, it's time for a break. Before we go into a break, we have a listener question for you this morning. Why is family important to you? Text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. This is a live program, so be sure to let us know why is family important to you. That's a heavy question. Um, also, yep. So be sure to join us and um, stick around. This first song is "Nobody" featuring Matt Maher, and it's written by Chris Brenzima. <laughs> Chris. 
Christ has no hands now but yours Reaching down deep in the dirt Covered in the soil Aching from the work Christ has no hands now but yours Christ has no feet now but yours Marching for those who can't speak Calloused and worn, weary and weak Christ has no feet now but yours And if your heart's breaking, my heart's breaking too Beating, my heart's beating too. And if your heart's bleeding, my heart's bleeding too. Cause there's nobody, there's nobody but you. Christ has no mouth now but yours Speaking for those with no voice And even in the silence it's cutting through the noise Christ has no mouth now but yours Christ has no eyes now but yours Weeping with all those who weep Bloodshot and strain for those who can't see Christ has no eyes now but yours If your heart's breaking, my heart's breaking too Yeah.
You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we are talking with David Leo on family relationships, the currency of God's kingdom. Mm. Before the break, sorry about that, David. Before the break, we had a listener question, which was, why is family important to you? This is a live program, so be sure to let us know. Um, text us in on 048880891. So, David, mm-hmm. family relationships. This is this is going to be. I'm, I'm already anticipating a great program. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, 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 this is. Um, I could talk about this for ages. Mm. It, it makes so much sense to me. But um, the key text, I think, I'm going to look at. It. This is actually. I think this this Bible text we're going to look at in Second Corinthians four verse eighteen mm. is actually a philosophy I live by now. Okay, it's something that I've kind of put all my eggs into that basket. Mm. But if you could read that, yeah, and, uh, sure I like thing. the way I like the way NIV puts this one. Yeah, but if you could read that, please. Sure thing. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I love that that thing because um, when we look, when we can see things that we can't see with our eyes, mm. we're, we're talking about faith, yeah. right? And so when we fix our eyes on things that are, um, because Paul's encouraging us not to fix our eyes on things that are seen. What's tangible? Material things, Material, things yeah. we can touch. People are tangible. Yes. Um, uh, positions. Mm. You know, um, what is it? What's the Titles? what's the com- yeah, posi- positions, possessions, mm. and um, and products. products. You know, like yeah, they, that's a good one. They, these are these are things that we can we can see. We can see. Right? We can touch. Yeah. And, and when we talk about we were talking about worldly values before, mm. worldly values are based on these things. Yeah. You know what you can see, right? Um, I think. Uh, oof, I could be getting this text wrong. I don't, um, that's alright. It's in, I think it's Second John two verse fifteen, but it talks about. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. These are things that belong to the world, right? Mm. And so, when Paul says we don't focus on the things that are seen, we focus on the things that are unseen. Well, what are things that are unseen? Uh, I like what my son, my my nine-year-old said. Oxygen. Oxygen. (laughs) Good one, son. I was going to say atoms. Like, uh, uh, you can't see atoms. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, scientific mind. Mm. There, there, there. Particles <laughs> sorry, and atoms and, and things like that. Yeah. But um, when we talk about faith, mm. what you can't see are relationships. Oh, right? yeah. You know, when, uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> Guess the secret ones, eh? Yeah. You know, like, you, you can't, uh, when you go, when you're in a, sh- I love this uh, analogy, but when, you, when you're walking down the shopping aisle and you're, um, my wife is down, um, aisle number three and I'm down aisle number ten if somebody walked past both aisles they're not going to make a connection that we're husband and wife <laughs> unless they probably see us together yeah if we're holding hands they'll probably mm. go oh boyfriend and girlfriend husband wife. but we have to tell people that mm. we're in a relationship we have to tell them this is my wife you know, and she'll say this is my husband you know and then yeah. you make that connection um, but that's <laughs> I'm just thinking a funny story my my my, uh, my brother he went to a shopping center mm. and um, he went down the aisle and he went in and his, saw, his, uh, <clears throat> saw his wife bending over to get, get something from the shelf and he gave her a good slap on the behind. Oh, no. And uh, she stood up and turned around and it wasn't his wife. <gasps> and, oh, boy. Lesson learned, oh, my yeah. friends. Yeah, he was like, oh, How he, dare was, you? he was very apologetic. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, when his wife, uh, when, when my sister-in-law found out, she was laughing. But uh, you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, those those mistakes can be made. I mean, he couldn't tell his own wife from from the back door wearing the same <laughs> same clothes or something like that. But uh, um, naughty. Yeah. Oh, so so you know, like relationships can't be seen; they can only be um, spoken about or mm. thought of. You know, it's it's in the mind. Yeah. And like I said before, you know, my my wife's down the road about a, a few kilometers, mm. but. We're still husband and wife. Yeah. Right? People can't see that. You know, yeah. people can't see that mum and dad are in Brisbane. You know, people mm. people won't make, make that connection unless they know who we are. Mm. Right? And so I want to go to this verse. Yes. That's going to be, um, that's going to be a, a very, very core to our, um, our understanding of family. Mm. Relationships in the currency of God's kingdom. It's in John 17, verse 3. Mm. John 17, verse 3. Yeah, and we're reading from the English Standard Version this morning. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Mm. Mm. So there's a, there's a formula we find here. Mm. The formula is, just like 1 plus 1 equals 2, mm. it says that, Knowing God and Jesus Christ equals eternal life. Eternal life, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's oh, that's pretty massive. Yeah. You know, like we've we've put a lot of credentials on eternal life, and when I say mm. we, I say us as human beings. Yeah. When we come across the story of salvation, mm. the because of our worldly values, you know, um, from the time we're in education to when we start working to whatever, whatever, you know, mm. we've been taught there are certain things we have to do to achieve. And, you know, perform to achieve. That's what mm. we've been taught to do in order to gain your value. When we come across salvation, the automatic thing for us to think is, well, what do I have to do? What are the boxes that I have to tick? <laughs> what do I have right? to tick? And so uh, eternal life becomes, oh, tick this box, tick this box, tick this box. And we read John 17, verse 3, and it says, mm. this is eternal life. This is it. Knowing God and Jesus Christ. Yeah. What? That's it. Really? <laughs> is that, you know, like, what is that? So that, that knowing... That no mm. part is significant, and to get an idea about what that what that no was talking about, because when we when we think about oh yeah I know, I know uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know mm. I've probably gone on his Wikipedia page, checked out his Instagram, <laughs> his Facebook, yeah. you know I I know him, you know it's, uh, I know who that is, but that's not the no it's talking about. It's mm. talking about knowing somebody, spending time with them. Um, we we'll get to Genesis four verse one. Actually, this is this is a. Um, I'll jump to this again next week. I think when we look at mm. look at marriage. Yes, Genesis four verse one, yeah. and it says, "Now Adam knew his wife. Oh, so knew Eve his wife, and she convinced conceived. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help, help of, of the, the Lord.' Lord. So." The Bible says Adam knew his wife Eve, mm. and she bore a child. Mm. So you know, we we can oh, put we, we understand yeah, how he knew her. Correct, right? <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there's a very intimate relationship here. Mm. Now, in our Westernized mind, we'll probably just go, oh, uh, physical intimacy. Mm. No, no. When it comes to the when it comes to the Jewish understanding of knowing, mm. it incorporates everything. Everything. Like so, if we if we break it down into Western language, mm. we're talking about. Um, Mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally, right? Mm. Knowing somebody wholeheartedly, you know. Mm. So, <laughs> when you, when you, just to give a preview for next week, when you consider that, 
that mm. Adam knew his wife Eve, yeah. you start to realize that the marriage is is based on not just a um, oh we have children because of a you know a physical yeah. relationship, relationship we have. No, no, it's based on a whole heap of things. Holy the children are born <laughs> from a knowing relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it's a, it's a, I I am absorbed. And mm. this person and this person is absorbed it with me, you know. Mm. Like uh, the Bible talks about the, f- the two flesh becoming one. Yeah, you know, it's like um, they know each other so well. And so, when that John seventeen three that we looked at talks about this is eternal life, mm. knowing God and Jesus Christ. It's not just talking about oh, let's let's gloss over the Bible story and the salvation. Mm. No, no, it's talking getting to know Jesus Christ as a person, mm. talking to Jesus every day. How do we listen to Jesus? Well, we hear his voice through the Bible. So you're absorbed in the Bible mm. every day. You know, you get to know the mind of Jesus Christ. And when you have that intimate relationship, well, according to John 17, verse 3, mm. 1 plus 1 equals 2, <laughs> knowing Jesus Christ, yeah. eternal life. Mm. You're living an eternal life every day by knowing Jesus, mm. right? It's a, um, just like I talk about that, that armor before. Mm. <laughs> this is and Jesus said um, what Jesus said uh, in John 10 he said I came to give you life and life abundantly mm. right so life in Jesus <laughs> oh man I, I, you, you anyone that knows Jesus right mm. when you when you're when you're tight with Jesus life is just brighter mm. life is like you're ready to attack it Mm. You're ready to take it on. When, Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when Jesus is, when Jesus, when you know, when you have the confidence, man, Jesus is with me. Boom. Mm. It's massive. Amen. Um, we have to go to a break soon, but before we do, thank you, Brayden, for texting in this morning. Mm. Um, he shared this morning, come from a loving family. Amen. And was in a loving relationship with his wife for 10 years, but since experienced heartache of divorce. Mm. We're so sorry, Brayden. Yeah. Um, even though, uh, and even though all of this would cha- um, change it. You have beautiful sons, amazing, and um, continues to pray for his ex in hopes that she'll return to God. Ah. Thank you for letting us um, know about this, Brayden. Thank you for texting in. And, um, you know, we, we've got you in our hearts and our minds, and hopefully um, everything comes to a, a, a good conclusion. Um, it's always a difficult thing when it comes <coughs> to divorce. Huge, yeah. huge. And i gotta, I got to tell you, Brayden, I feel for you. I, um, mm. As, you know, working in, in pastoral ministry and elder before, I have talk to men and I and I and I will project the same with you that men do it really tough mm, with bet, divorce you know like it's a um, yeah mm. as we said before but Braden, thanks for sharing I hope you stick with us next week mm. you could possibly share some gems with us um, next week as well but uh, praise yeah. God for your sons and uh, for the faith that you have to continue praying for your, your ex I, mm. I pray too that you'll return to God mm. that's the only place we could find the, yeah. the peace and life abundantly Amen. Um, just before we go to a break, there's another thing that relationship goals would talk about was before entering a relationship, have a discussion with someone who's been through a divorce. And um, it was more wow. like be aware of what you're getting wow. into. So okay. I guess that's a topic for next week. Yes. Um, just wow. a reminder of our question this morning. Why is family important to you? Text us in on 048880891. Would love to hear from you. We've also got our book offer coming up later in the program, The Prodigal Father, Stories of God's Prodigal Grace, written by David Marshall. Stick around for that. But right now, this is I Know What Love Is by... By Melissa Otter. I 
love is and I want it I know what love is and I need it So when I'm deprived I get tired I think that's just the way I've been wired I know how it speaks, I know how it treats me I know it's touch and I need it so much I know it's smile, I know the look in its eyes I know that it's patient, I know that it's kind And I need you, love And I miss you, love And I need you, love How oh, I miss you, love I know what love is and I want it I know what love is and I need it so When I'm deprived I get tired I think that's just the way I feel wired I know it believes, I know the hope that it sees I know it will give its life for me I know its voice and what is lovely to me Though nothing's stronger it sounds like a melody And I need you This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we've got David Leo and we're talking about the currency of God's kingdom and we're focusing on relationships, family relationships. Now, um, David, we've been talking about relationships and how all of that can really impact a family unit. Yeah. Yeah, so where are we going from here, like... We've been looking at how Adam knew Eve yep. and how he knew her in every aspect of who she was. Mm-hmm. That really reminds me, I don't, I don't want to bring in analogies um, <coughs> from a movie, but have you seen Avatar? The, the blue? <laughs> the blue people, yes. yeah. So you know, do this thing where they'll say, I see you. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it was like uh, an acknowledgement yeah. Yeah, of yeah, some yeah. sorts. And I always thought, oh, wow, that's so nice. So that's kind of how that, that reminded me of that when you said Adam knew her. Like, it's like, I see you, I know you. Right. Yeah. But that's completely off, off track. <laughs> I, I, um, I remember, you know, I, I know what you're talking about, because I remember somebody saying that there's a, I don't know how true this is, this could have come off Instagram or something like that, but, but somebody mentioned that that's from a tribe in Africa that they actually greet each other like mm. that, you oh. know, to say, I see you. So there's an understanding, you know, and, and you know, um, talking about that, mm. um, we don't realize, especially... Oh, okay, I think this is David's opinion. But <laughs> we don't realize that in um, today's society how how much our history is based on family relationships. Mm. You know, you go you go back, you don't have to go back that far. Mm. Um, but uh, you, you go back to Adam and Eve's time. God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Mm. So from, from them, families grew. We looked at yeah. Abraham mm. for the last few series. Uh, the promise came through his son. 
Mm. Right? Um, people will be like sand in the seashore, stars in the sky. It's based on family relationships, right? Mm. With, and it's always been that way up until the time that we started becoming uh, more independent, mm. you know, where we started relying on ourselves for finding our own value. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when we started working, you know, trying to work out how, how to increase my own value. Yeah. Then we started battling up against this, the currency of God's kingdom, which is family relationships, mm. right? What I mean by that is um, <clears throat> when you're told that you got to get, and these days are not bad things. What mm. I'm about to say, they're not, they're not evil things of yeah. themselves. When you're told to get a good education, mm. get a good job, yeah. uh, get a nice car, get a nice house, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get a pretty woman, get a, all this kind of stuff, or a pretty man, or a good little <laughs> handsome man. When you're told to get all that stuff, right? Yes. Um, but that becomes your value. Mm. That becomes how you find your value. Then, mm. that, then that becomes a problem. Yes. Right? But in the past, uh, if you, let's just, let's, say, let's just say you grew up in a village in um, Denmark. Okay. You know, back in the yeah, 1200s, 1100s. Ooh, you know? right. So we go, you live a village life. Yeah. You grow up, uh, perhaps your dad and your mum are the blacksmiths or the fam of, of the, the village. You grow up learning the trade of blacksmithing, mm. right? Um, the village relies on you for being a blacksmith. They know, mm-hmm. who, they know who your parents are. Your parents know who you are. Uh, they look at uh, they look at the daughter of another family in the village who, who are the bakers. Mm. You know, they bake for the village and they realize, oh, if my son and her get together, you know, this could be the... This, this could be the dream team. The, yeah, this would be good. <laughs> this would be good for the future of our yeah. of our people, right? And so it was constantly looking at the family dynamics, yeah. right? That sense has changed, you know. Oh, yeah. the things things have come into it, it, it's fallen into our laps and our mm. our way of determining uh, what success mm, you know, and yeah. how how we do things now, you know. So understanding that um, that that family dynamic is is crucial. Mm. I remember one time when I was in Sydney and um, the church that I was at, they sent out this notice and um, there was a seminar being held that afternoon and I can't remember where it was being held, but it said um, how to make friends with your neighbours or something like that. Oh, okay. And and uh, I, I felt really sad. You know, I was like, what? Why, why do you having, need a seminar for that? Why do you have any seminars for this? You know, like, isn't this meant to be part and parcel of who we are? You know? Mm-hmm. And I showed my wife. My wife went, oh, she reacted the same way. Well, how come? You know? Yeah. And I wanted to go check it out, you know, yeah. find out what's... But um, when my wife and I talked about it later on that evening, it's it's not only just needed in the, in the world, <laughs> right? It's not only needed in the secular society. Even in our own church, we need to learn. Mm. We need to learn how to do relationships again. It was well. I went to Chosen. Um, oh, yeah, back yeah. when I was sixteen. Yeah, that's, com- that's coming up. Yes, soon. it is coming up. Uh, if if that's happening in your local church, you should definitely be involved. It's a fantastic program. And on our first day, we were taught how to be able to talk to almost anyone. Mm. And like they gave us like visual images to remember, like a big brass nameplate. So, oh, ask them about their name. Oh, and I then, think like, I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen the roof. Yes. Where are you from? Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, just simple conversations. And I never forgot it. Wow. Because <laughs> then it goes to a family waving. Oh, tell us about your family. Yeah. So rather than saying, oh, who's your mum or who's your dad, tell us about your family. So that was why we, how you could learn about a person um, without 
treading on anything particularly um, hurtful. Um, but yeah, no, it was a very good program, and I never forgot that. Those most I know most of them. I, I think if you challenged me to recite it all, I could probably get most of it because they use those visual aids. Yeah, so you never really forgot. Yeah, it. it's like a step, um, it's like a step by step thing to yeah. help you break down. And you know, you know how important that is. Yeah, it's uh, just I've, little things, but people uh, we're so um, disconnected now, and I think that's what you're you're touching on that we need seminars, we need things to remind ourselves. Yeah, to me, it sounds crazy. It. <laughs> you know, it's, it sounds crazy to me because, yeah. um, you know, when, when you when you live with a when you live in a in a family dynamic, mm. right? Uh, I think. We take these things for granted. Absolutely, we take yeah. these things for granted. Like um, even my own kid, you know, he grows up and he's growing up in a, I think, is a decent family. You know, we, we oh, talk yeah. and do all that kind of thing. But you know, he explained to me a few years ago. Um, he's a bit of an introvert, mm. but he explained to me a few years ago the anxiety he goes through in preparing to talk to somebody. Yeah. Right. And he was eleven, I think, at the time, oh. eleven or twelve, and um, he said because <clears throat> I used to test him on things like, yeah, um, you know. If we're at a, a restaurant or something, hey, go ask the waiter for some serviettes. You know, we've got no serviettes, mm. and he'll get all nervous. You know, he'll, uh. he'll he'll go up and he'll pace up and down before, yeah. and he works himself up before. And so, um, you know, when, when he was finally able to articulate it, he said, "I, I just don't know what they're going to say next." Mm. And I said, "Oh, okay. Why why are you anticipating what they're going to say next? Because I want to prepare what I'm going to respond with." Yeah. And then when I go through that thought. I think about what they're going to say after that. Then mm. I prepare for that one. And I say, so if you start preparing for four, five things they're going to say ahead of time, mm. you're already getting anxious about that? And he goes, yeah, sometimes I go further. Mm. And so I try to tell, try to teach my son, when it comes to conversation, all you've got to do is listen to the next thing they say and respond to that. You know, yes. just hear, just hear the words that they're, t- they're saying when they mm. say, oh, I was late for the bus because, you know, I forgot my lunch at home. Mm. Repeat back to them. Oh, it must have felt awful that you, you're late for your bus because you left your lunch at home. Mm. That's all you need to say. That's all you and do. let them, when they respond with the next thing, respond to what the, you know, and, and he was like, whoa, you know, like, oh, yeah. this is, and, and, and I've been told many times now that, that uh, the younger people prefer texting rather than talking mm. because of that anticipation and whatever. And so there, there is that, definitely that disconnectedness. Mm. But, um, and again, you know, through family relationships, we are just talking about this before yeah. on the radio, you know, one of the rules at home is yep. no devices no at the table. You know, when, we, when we're having dinner, uh, lunch, breakfast, whatever, no devices at the table. You know, like this is time for chit-chat and mm. conversing, finding out where everyone's at. And in, in those type of situations, that's where you learn, you know, that's where you learn, oh, this is what family's about. You know, mm. family's about knowing each other, mm. knowing one another wholeheartedly, you know, mm. that we can... Um, we know what each other expects or we know how each other thinks, you know? And when it comes to um, God's kingdom, this is where we're at. You know, we're mm. at a place where we're all connected to Jesus Christ that we understand each other. Mm. You know? We understand each other, what, what we're going through, what we're, um, what we're caring for each other. And I want to I break that down probably in a couple of weeks, mm. how um, where family has broken down, <clears throat> church is meant to be that family. You know, like that's mm. that's what it's been set up to. I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting more about that. 
Yeah. Absolutely. There's so much that we can unpack when it comes to family. Mm. And, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it because I think you and I had a bit of a similar upbringing. Yeah. We're both Islander and, um, well, I'm half Italian as well, but cultures are very similar and there's protocols and things that you know. And I was definitely raised with no phones on the table and, um, we would talk during our dinner. And, um, if no one turned up to dinner, um, we would, um, you know, we'll go and find them. Well, go, hey, why didn't you come to yeah. <laughs> Like, you well, know, well, come of, hang out with us. Why didn't you want to come hang out with me? So when I was growing up, there were no phones. So. There weren't. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, no books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. You're right. Mum told me no books at the table. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll be getting into that again in the next section of our program. Before we do, we'll let you know about our book offer for today, The Prodigal Father. Stories of God's Prodigal Grace by David Marshall. The Bible has many prodigal sons and daughters, but only one prodigal father. The focal picture of God's revelation of himself through scripture is the father. No unchristlikeness at all. If we think there is, it is because we have misunderstood something. Grace arches over both testaments like a rainbow. Mm. The invitation of grace sounds more sounds through every book. Be sure to stick around. The code is after the break, the prodigal father. But right now, this is God Really Loves Us, featuring Maverick City music, and it's and it's done by Crowder and Dante Bow. I've got a friend Closer than a brother There is no judgment Oh, how he loves me I've got a friend And he is my strength He is my portion With me in the valley With me in the fire With me in the storm Let all my life Testify Hallelujah We are not alone God really loves us God really loves us
You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and we are finishing up our program with David Leo and we're talking about family relationships, the currency of God's kingdom. Before the break, we have our, as promised, we have our giveaway now. So, The Prodigal Father, Stories of God's Prodigal Grace by David Marshall. To claim a copy of this book, you need to text us the code. The code is FAMILY9, F-A-M-I-L-Y, and the number 9, no spaces. Text that in to 488 Double eight zero eight nine one. That code is family nine F A M I L Y and the number nine, no spaces. Text that in to zero four eight 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 zero eight nine one. So David, we've got quite a bit of time for our last section. Oh man, I've got a lot of time <laughs> for this We've got subject. a lot of time, let's go. So yeah. how are we finishing up today? Well, uh, the whole point, you know, you're talking about mm. um, going to the Chosen Conference and yes. they taught the kids, they taught these young people yeah. this process or these steps to take in order to talk to someone, talk to yeah. somebody, right? And I was talking about what I was trying to teach my son, mm. you know, just in conversation. Don't, don't get too caught up in trying to get ahead yeah. of yourself, just listen to what they're saying next. Yeah. And the whole point, <laughs> the whole point of that is to make the other person feel valuable. Yes, yes. That's that's why we do this. Mm. You know, why do we make somebody feel valuable? Because people don't realize how much they're actually loved. Mm, right? Yeah. There is, um, <laughs> like, uh, I see people every day, and I, I wish they knew how much Jesus loves them. Mm. You know, that Jesus thinks, I was talking about, you know, I, I tell you that mom's going to pray at least once for me, yeah. if not twice or three times. But I know that mom thinks about me, I don't know how many times in a day, mm. right? Now, you put that in Jesus' court. Yeah. You know, it says, uh, what does David say? He says, your thoughts are a thousands, a thousands mm. towards me. Yeah. You know, so people need to understand as, as, as Christians, as somebody that has faith that Jesus loves me. And don't get me mistaken. You know, don't get me mistaken. When I, when I um, feel like I've made a mistake or I've messed up or whatever, mm. I start having doubts that oh, perhaps Jesus doesn't love me because I've, yeah. I've done something bad. That's stepping out of faith. That's mm. not knowing Christ, right? That book, the Prodigal Father, talking about God's grace. Mm. When you look at God's grace, it is a, it is a prodigal. It's it's a outlandish mm. outlandish grace that nobody deserves right mm. but when you know Jesus Christ you know he's like you know he's outlandish mm. and so in those in those times of oh perhaps Jesus doesn't love me my faith kicks in and realizes wait a minute mm. I'm I'm actually believing in something that doesn't actually exist <laughs> you know it, it's it's not real I'm believing a lie yeah. the truth is Jesus loves me with an everlasting love Amen. that's what the bible yeah. says right and when you when you when you understand your value, you live life differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. When you when you're loved and you understand that you're loved, you you have love to give. Mm. Right? You you're able to value others. Mm. <clears throat> and so the whole point of us understanding the family based relationship is that everywhere we go, everywhere we walk, um, everyone that we engage with, they sense a huh. How did, how come that person made me feel valuable? Mm. You know, like when you look at Jesus' life and you read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, mm. every single individual or even groups that engaged Jesus, they weren't the same anymore. Mm. They walked away going, man, man, I'm different. How come, 
worth. Yeah. <laughs> How come that person made me feel like I'm loved? Mm. How come that person made me feel... Why do I like being around that person? Yeah. Right? And when we represent Jesus like that, and people want you around more, people want you to be family, Yeah. man, you're doing... You're on the right track. Mm. You know, you're, you're on the right trail of... Uh, representing the family of Jesus or the, the kingdom of God, mm. you know, with these family-based relationships. Um, there's one that, that really sums it up really well. Uh, a Bible, a Bible uh, passage in uh, Matthew 22, verse 37 to 39. Um, and 40, yeah. Uh, yes, 37 to 40, good one. Yes, yes, absolutely. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and prophets. Yeah, that's going to be important. Mm. Uh, in the future when I address this, um, verse, these verses again, it's, this, is, this is the basis of God's kingdom. Mm. Loving God, loving others. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and there's, something, there's something really... Um, I struggle with it still, right? Mm. It says, uh, and the second is to, is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The, this, How much do you love yourself? Yeah, correct. <laughs> there's an assumption here, right? I was talking about this with my wife actually just mm. this morning. There's an assumption here that, um, we care enough about ourselves that we should care about, we should care for others like we care for ourselves, mm. right? And, um, you know, my wife made the observation and said, yeah, we, well, you really can't care for others if you don't care for yourself. You yeah. know, like you when, you, when you make sacrifices, you, perhaps you can't do it for others if, if you don't have that with you. Mm. You know, and it really, really puts puts a swing on things because when it comes to value, mm. you know, um, I get a real kick. I still do every now and then when I come to, across a clip of uh, you know the American Idol or yeah. uh, there's these people that go on there that can't sing, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then they sing. And and the the judges tell them, oh, you can't sing, and it's like the first it's the first time they've heard it. Like what? Yeah. You know the off tune, all this kind of stuff, and um, the, the it, uh, when the judges sometimes ask, oh, who told you you can sing? They said, I told me, right? Uh. You know, and so and, and, I, and, and so why I say that is there's a lot of a lot of talk now about. I don't need others to love me. I love myself. Yeah, the love it's I like, have for myself is enough. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, in, in my mind, I'm like, how does that work? Because yeah. you know, like, um, when you do that to yourself, is you know, are you really being valued? You know, like, mm. understanding that God loves you and a family loves you. Mm. Well, man, that that really makes a change. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, you know that that. Uh, um, that, that's where we want to go with the the next few weeks mm. is understanding that our value and I, and I, I'm, the mm. idea that I just talked about now. I like to explore explore it more. Like, what does it mean to to love yourself, right? Yeah, what does yeah. it mean to care for yourself, to, so that we can care for our neighbors? It's very much become a trendy thing of self care and self love, and I'm not saying that it's not. It doesn't have a place. Man, because it certainly does. It yeah. certainly does, but a lot of it has taken off as in, like, I don't need anybody else. And, like, right you know, God didn't design us that way. <laughs> right <laughs> like, we need We need people. Like, yeah. um, we, we, we were created to be in communion with other people. Amen. So that's right. We need people. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's um, something we explore, explore even more. Uh, this is just an introduction, mm. but uh, we'll get into the nitty-gritties in the next few weeks. I hope you yeah. can join us for those that are listening. And uh, thanks again to Brayden who, who responded this yeah, morning. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And, you know, 
we still have our giveaway. No one's actually claimed it yet. So oh. if you would like to have um, a copy of the Prodigal Father, Stories of God's Prodigal Grace, text in the code FAMILY9, F-A-M-I-L-Y, and the number 9, no spaces. Text that in 204 um, Thank you, David, for starting us off with this new series. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to-, um, to hear where it goes, and I'll definitely be be following it um <clears throat> be sure to join us tomorrow as well thank you for joining us today but join us tomorrow um we are going over what was it called the seven roles of christ sorry that's yeah, a new series yep, we're going right. through introduction tomorrow introduction for tomorrow and also be sure to join us next week we're going to be talking about two becoming one we'll talk about marriage so that will be a good time as well good morning margie just saw you come through sorry we can't <laughs> read the whole um message now but we're so glad that you texted in and we'll be sure to reply to you um later on and um thank you for joining us as well we hope you encounter jesus more today um this next song is kenny is by kenny ogendi um and it's called winter thank you for joining us and thank you david as well mm, thank you have a great day everyone the coldest months have passed time will heal our bumps and bruises Meant the broken parts Oh, meant the broken parts Winter didn't last The shadow's time has passed Light will fill the skies above us Chase away the dark Oh, chase away the dark So hold on Heal the 